I know you're out there. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Connecting the dots of the Constitution for you like no one else can. The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's an attorney, a disabled U.S. Army veteran, an author, public speaker, mother, pastor's wife, and a patriot. She's Chris Ann Hall. Rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S A N N E H A L L dot com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I'm here with my husband and co host, JC Hall, and we endeavor to bring to you Monday through Thursday on the Daily Journal and a double dose on Saturday the truth, fact, history, constitution, and principle behind your current events. Quite the contradiction to what you see in the fake news, political propaganda, and uh, agenda-driven media that we have. We give it to you the way you deserve to have it, the way you need to have it, not the way that they scatter the crumbs in your direction. So, JC, I have a special uh, article story to lead off just for you this morning. Are you ready? It is, Florida teacher is fired for giving students a 0% who did not do their work, failed to turn in their assignment because St. Lucie, Florida says that the lowest possible grade a student can get is 50%. How do you feel about that? Say what now? (laughs) In Port St. Lucie, Florida... A teacher was fired for giving her students a zero because they failed to turn in their assignment as at all. They didn't turn in anything at all. And the policy in the student parent home handbook says that no zeros will be given to students and the lowest possible grade they can get is 50 percent. So nothing is half in the liberal lefty world. (laughs) Nothing equals half. Half is zero. Nothing. Half equals zero. And zero, zero equals fifty percent. Zero is uh, unlawful. Yeah. So she she actually leaves you on correct the correct w- that old song. Nothing from nothing equals half. <laughs> I don't know if. So she <sighs> she um she left a, a message on the whiteboard to her students. These are uh, what grade were they? Oh, just says K through eight. She says, bye, kids. Miss Torado loves you and wishes you the best in life. I've been fired for refusing to give you a 50% for not handing in anything. Uh, She wrote a heart and then her name. Her students responded and said, you were right about not giving people 50s. Look at Students are smarter than the administrators. By the the way, I just figured out the math. Yeah? Correct myself. Okay. So if it's 
nothing from nothing equals nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Is the song. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many remember that. Nothing from nothing is leaves not nothing. nothing. Yeah, right. right. So if it's 50%, it's actually 50% of 50% would be 25%. <laughs> right? So since nothing yeah. is 50%, then nothing from nothing leaves 25%. <laughs> okay, so I just want to get the math right. People I think like I it. When, people like I it when you're that. funny. So, right. so um, the local news station, a WPTV, talks to a parent at the school um, who says, you don't know what's going on at home. What you see is front oh, level. Gosh. Because if my son, fair, my son blatantly chooses not to do it, he knows he's got an issue. Ain't that right? Can you mute me so I can puke? <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. This says the parent agrees with the policy of 50%. But I'm not... But the student doesn't? But the student doesn't. <laughs> right? The student doesn't. How ridiculous. This is our state of Florida that we live in. This is Port St. Lucie. Well, what was, when I taught in the school, what was the thing that I always said about the kids? I don't, I don't right? remember. We, we would have great kids. Yeah, if it weren't if, for their parents. There you go. So here's an example. So that's what I said when I was a prosecutor and dealing with juvenile justice system. Mm-hmm. You remember the mother who couldn't keep her nine-year-old daughter at home. Yeah. What do I do? What do I do? She keeps running away. I said, so lock the door. Well, I lock the door, and then she goes out the window. So I looked <laughs> her said. dead in the eye. And I said, nail the window shut, nail the window shut. (laughs) And she was aghast. She's like, you want me to imprison my child? I said, well, here's the bare cold facts. Either you do it or I will. And so, because <laughs> the kid was not just simply meaning running around, meaning in right. real prison, yeah. right? In real juvenile detention center. And it wasn't that the child was just running around. I mean, this child was vandalizing. This child was, was, was stealing. And so we were, we were criminally prosecuting this child. And the mother said, I can't nail the window shut. I'll imprison my child. <laughs> yeah, the state's about to <laughs> imprison her for you. Yeah, so you do it or I will do it. And she will probably like her bedroom a whole lot more than she likes so, juvenile detention So center. it sounds like that parent was from Port, Le- Port St. Lucie or maybe educated in the Port St. Lucie I just schools. don't know. I mean, seriously. I get so sick of this excuse. You don't know what's going on at home. Why do? Why is, why is our state always such a stinking laughing stock? <sighs> I know. It's like we, we're so the ones that have the the pregnant pig amendment in yeah. our constitution. What is wrong with Florida? <laughs> right, good Florida. We for how many? And this is the crazy thing. For how many decades now we've had Florida executive, right? The executive completely controlled by Republicans. Mm-hmm. The House completely controlled by Republicans. The Senate completely controlled by Republicans. It's just and and the state seems like a stinking loony bin. Well, um, here's here's something that Mike is Mike, it all you people coming from other states yeah. <laughs> messing up our state? No, because so, we're the tourist destination. Yeah, so what no, here's what the here? thing is. See, I think, and this is this may be chapping some people, but I think that that actual um, uh, You're division. You're not about to attack my state, are you? No, 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 I'm not. No, it's my state too. I think that political division creates a healthy environment. I believe that that we don't need different parties, but we don't need total agreement. Right. We need people to be com- 
constantly opposing government. And when you have the House, the Senate, the governor, the attorney general, the commissioner of agriculture, you have everything within a solid government, one party. Yeah, but this has slipped through. That is insanity. This has to have slipped through the cracks. Surely, surely Republicans hadn't come up with this idea. I mean, this is lefty no. lunacy. Yeah, no, this is crazy. This, this is, is the new no, this is common core. Yeah, this, this is, is the, common core. This is the new touchy feely world is upside down, good is bad, lefty fantasy world. But I'll still go back to my point because I think that no, it, I get what you're with without open, honest uh, dissension, discussion, and debate, then it sets a, a sort of standard across the people that that we have to go along to get along because our government always gets along with each other i i you know what i long for government interaction like parliament where they're fist fight. fist fights and throw <laughs> chairs at each other all right i and think we've gotten, passionate I, about I something we've like that not gone off the rails here i don't know how that's gonna fix yeah the well idiots in this school system but how many other school districts are like this in florida this is the florida department of education uh, these handbooks are, are, you know, they're cookie cutters set out. So this has to be, I'm hoping and praying that this is something that that this particular school district, because Port, Port St. Lucie is not the only place in that school district, right? So I'm hoping that this is just some kind of policy that is exclusive to Port St. Lucie. So parents... That they, they're not totally insane everywhere else. How many of your schools give grades lower than 50, and are you okay with that? And here we go. This is, this is reason 757 why Colton will not go to public school. You know, I mean, serious, this is crazy. Uh, parents, get involved. Because when you're not involved, this is what happens. So here's the thing. She says, you don't know what's going on at home. Well, I'm going to tell you what's going to go on at home if my son comes <laughs> home and without doing his work. Right? No, I was just thinking when you, what you said before that in a, at a homeschool, that's like it's not a thing because you're right. not, you're not going to not do your work. Right. You, you can't <laughs> not do your work. When mom and dad so. are teachers, well, you can if you if you're uh, you have a parent that doesn't really homeschool. Yeah, right? but I mean, so the homeschool is yeah. rude. But, but yeah, I'm not going to be like, okay, that's a zero. Right. Let's let's move on. No, uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that will be done. So, or you yeah, will do so nothing in, else. <laughs> so in that sense, you don't get zeros here either. No, <laughs> that's not acceptable. Well, you're not going to get a fifty percent here. You either, did not so. get that either. <laughs> You will do it eight times in a row if you have to. <laughs> Poor Colton. Everybody, the, well, the life of a homeschool student. Well, and that's the thing, again, the, you know, go go into this educational philosophy thing. You know, you're in such a one-size-fits-all. You're in the, you know, the, the sort of uh, flow of the system, right, where it's, it's grades and it's check the boxes, for us, it's about learn the concepts. Learn yeah. what you're supposed to learn. It's, it's So you're not like, oh, you took this test, and oh, you got this grade, and now let's move on. No, you you, you get a 50. Well, obviously, you're not getting this, right. so we're going to revisit this. We're, gonna we're, we're not just going to move on and say, okay, you got a low grade, next topic. Well, Colton, Colton isn't that. I, and I think homeschool students have to be self-motivators. They have to be uh, – they have to be uh, – people who who get the work done and 
Colton never intentionally leaves work undone. I think what we're dealing with here are kids who just simply don't. What you know, what's going on at no, home? The kids. parents, the parents aren't watching the schoolwork. Yeah. They're not viewing I, the schoolwork. You know, so kids are kids. I mean, it's different. Different kids, regardless. Because I, I mean, I when I was in school, any work that I didn't have to do or right. whatever, I'm I'm going to do that. I'm going to skip it, avoid it. What have you? But you have to admit that if your mother had been teaching well, you, the, that would be in a different story. Uh, the difference here is the expectations, right? It, right. You, I mean, yeah, you always true. have kids throughout eternity who, you know, they don't want to do work, don't want to do homework. the The problem here is you're essentially sort of uh, what are we What are we saying? We're we're institutionalized, systematizing bad behavior. You know, like okay, if you don't do your work. Cause, cause, like in this case, I know. Well, I cannot do it, but I at least get a fifty, and that's going to average better for me. Right. So exactly. I have to do less. <laughs> no work is halfway done. Yeah. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And can I have a told you so moment? What's that? The House is getting ready to vote to do what? Avert the government shutdown. Oh, wow. I Didn't I say this? I don't remember if it was this week or last week. It may have even been yesterday. I said, watch out, because we're coming up on an election term, we're going to have a government shutdown drama. Isn't that... St- are, you, are you sick of this? I see you. You're like almost speechless because you're so sick of this. Well, what bothers me is it's so ho-hum. Right? Yeah. I mean, that ought to a signal a serious problem. Mm-hmm. If every stinking session we're voting to avoid a government so- shutdown, that has to mean something. But it's just like it's like it's not even happening. It's just normal now. It's normal. Well, but the thing is, is that you don't get a crisis. I mean, the last two years they went through a vote uh, to avert the shutdown, but it wasn't some big crisis. This year it's going to be a big crisis because well, they want to get people out to vote. Because Trump wants a wall and Congress says no, and the Dems want something and Congress says no, and yet we're spending. And what we don't realize is that we've already passed uh, these little things called mini buses, right, which have actually added to the spending, but they don't have to account for that in the budget because they're actually like mini credit line increases that don't get so they're hidden from the people in the budget. And it would probably be highly politically incorrect for me at this moment to connect Congress with this mini bus idea, right? Because short riding the short bus oh yeah that's probably (laughs) that's probably that joke doesn't go completely no but the thing is and i get the drama and use it as crisis and manipulate all this i'm talking about the structural thing the fact that there's a thing that we have to we have to you know do something because or the government it's, it's like if you you know your 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 dumb cousin 
is every day is running out of the gas on the side of the road, okay? And then his mom, <laughs> dumb cousin, his mom brings him a, a you know, a, a gas can to fill up his car so he can keep riding. Okay, somebody ought to catch a snap. Something's wrong with your dumb cousin. He shouldn't yeah. be driving. There's a problem here. So if the government is running out of stinking money every time and they're having to do this every single session hello your dumb cousin's running out of gas sitting on the side of the road that's a problem not only that um you know it's happening throughout the year you never hear about it they silently pass these mini buses which increase their spending short bus short <laughs> and we we mentioned on the show before that uh what was it like 80% of this budget is actually going to the military complex now this article uh in on MSN says that we're actually going to be adding to that 7 billion dollars more in disaster aid um and and I'm just I'm wondering I'm just seriously wondering how how does this run out? I mean, this concept that we have this this unlimited bank account well, is, is mind-blowing. I don't get it. How, how do the people not realize that that's, government that's you, has to run yeah, out well, sooner or later? That, that's when you get into the idea of the Federal Reserve and the money printing machines. I mean, because it's not money. They don't have this money. That's the thing. They're not. They, yeah, yeah. they run out of money. They're printing money, which I really not printing it. I understand that, but the concept of printing money makes money well, is that's what so I'm elementary yeah. that the people of America can't be that stupid. And it's not about ignorance, okay? It's not about ignorance. It's about stupidity. Because if I go outside and I, if I go in the office and I start cutting up rectangular pieces of paper and coloring them green and writing numbers on them. They don't become magic for me. I just miss this concept of how <laughs> the American people think that something magic happens yeah. when the government well, makes rectangular pieces of green paper. That's the concept of fiat, whatever. But, ah. but, but the process of them doing this, it, it devalues our, our money. Um, I mean, totally screws with the economy, inflation, deflation, just all this market manipulation. It's, that's what's going on here. I mean, it, it's nuts. It's nuts. Uh, you know, and, it, and it's very disappointing to me because now we're going to have to get into this discussion all about what the president can do and what he can't do. As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry revolution Standing together and without permission Soldiers for truth in the war of attrition The love of our country As our The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Thank you, Jordan Page, for your talent. 
Thank you, Jordan Page, for your dedication to liberty. Hey, I want to mention to you that we have great resources at chrisannhall.com. We have great resources at libertyfirstuniversity.com. We have a YouTube channel for Liberty First University. We have a YouTube channel for chrisannhall.com. We have videos. We have articles and articles that that will help you with these situations. I mean, I don't know. I don't. Ha- Here's the crazy thing, JC. I don't have to publish a new article every year. I can just recycle the one that I wrote four years ago because guess what? The standard of the Constitution never changes. And, the and these appli- idiots keep doing the same and thing. they keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. I n- we've got to find a way. And I'm, I'm, I'm pleading with you out there listening to the show. We've got to find a way to stop this insanity. It is absolutely insane. Let me just repeat, whether it's Clinton, whether it's Bush, whether it's uh, Obama, whether it's Trump, the president does not have constitutional authority to filibuster to veto a budget bill. As a matter of fact, it doesn't matter if it's a Republican Senate a Democrat Senate or a Corky the Clown Senate, which might be a little bit of both, given my outrage at this point. (laughs) They don't have the constitutional authority to filibuster a budget. And it is just simple. It is simple because not only of what the Constitution says in Article 1, Section 7, Clause 1, but simple because the founders themselves, the drafters, I know that word founder means I'm a racist, so we'll change that now. Really? Yeah. Be Saying founding, uh, a founder is a racist comment because it's the connotation of founding fathers, and since I am now a founding father who is a right, white slave, rich slave owner, I am now racist for saying founders. That took too much explanation. Yeah, well, so did um, That's why that shouldn't articulate. have that com- connotation. Right, exactly. So here's my point. If you've got to go that deep to explain why that's racist, my goodness. So the drafters of the Constitution explained in great detail. Not only did they explain, they had like total discussions on this thing. Well, the House alone was given the the taxing and the spending. The House alone is in charge of the budget. There must be a reason for this. Yes, you're right. There's a reason for this. This is the exact conversation that took place that is actually in writing. And so I get so mad. And then you get idiots. And I just say that so profoundly so with great conviction idiots like Tim Wahlberg who say well Congress can spend on whatever they can get a majority to vote to spend and that the Constitution is not really a limiting document but a an example of unattainable perfection If, if 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 I were not a Christian woman I think that I might have slapped him in the face Ow. But so I am a Christian woman and I am in control of myself, obviously more so than he is. So I want to under I I just want us to understand. He did put his hands on you. He did. He did. And that's why I said I'm in better control than he is. So I just look, we got to get this stuff straight. We got to get it right. We got to know that. This cannot continue. And you know what really probably makes me madder than anything, J.C.? Mr. Wahlberg was a pastor, by the way. Get out of town. Yeah. 
Get tools. out of town. Yeah. The <sighs> guy that barked at you like that and then tried to bump you and manhandle me. Bump me. He grabbed me by the arm and pulled me. Yeah. Pastor. Pastor. Shameful. Wow. So I thought maybe they, he was an attorney. I mean, a, lot, that's, a lot of these guys are attorneys, right? This is Tim so, Wahlberg. He's a U.S. congressman from Michigan. Michigan yeah. But a lot, of these, a lot of these guys are attorneys. When you talk about their the, the ridiculous notions that they have, a lot of stuff comes from law school. It's brainwashing that you've talked about, right. federal supremacy and just the, the corrupted no, notions that they have about the Constitution. I mean, look, like Yale, I think, this week, canceled class. Yale Law School cancels class so students can whine about Kavanaugh. or pro, They use the term protest. But so... So we have to we do our daily. That's this what you're is our dealing with. Daily Kavanaugh yeah, section. Yeah, the daily Kavanaugh. No, the but, daily but that's Kavanaugh. what you're dealing with. I'm saying so many of these are law schools. Look at what the law school do does. Look at what they teach. You you've got garbage. Yale. That they teach Yale garbage. Law supposed to be at the tops. What are they What are they doing? These little whiny lefty brainwashed snowflakes. We're going to cancel classes so you can yell and scream about Kavanaugh. See, here's the thing. Yale should be teaching due process, not the court of public opinion, right? right. And here, and and okay, so uh, Kavanaugh deserves the right to due process. He does not deserve to be a justice. Okay, he deserves the right to due process. Now he can be uh, appointed as a justice if he is qualified, and and I do believe that character is an issue. But he does deserve due process in the uh, criminal accusations that are against him. We have people who are making accusations who are refusing to actually even come and testify. That is a violation of every principle of due process. I can't believe the level of this stuff. They're talking about, they're, they're now getting into comments a 17-year-old boy wrote in his yearbook. Uh, well, they're talking That's about the fact that ev- that that he had a and a drinking. Oh, get this! He had a drinking issue in high school. Uh huh. High school boys. How many high school boys did you know that had a drinking issue in high school? No, no, you got to flip that question. Okay. I I knew five who didn't. <laughs> But that's not who you are 36 years later. And I think that the the people who who should be voicing this should be saying, look, and Kavanaugh should be saying, yeah, okay, so I drank too much in high school. I was immature. I didn't understand consequences. I didn't understand what I was doing. But I am a, I am a father. I am a, a husband. I am a property owner. I, I live a a a, re, a reasonable, uh, responsible life now. You know, I learned I, from my mistakes as a teenager, man, for Pete's sakes. I don't have hair, but it makes me want to pull my hair out, the fact that you even have to answer this I lunacy. I know, the, I know. The fact that this gets a platform. Which is why I said it's that lunacy. if... Let, let's look into the drinking and partying practices of our congressmen today. Right. Let's look at that today. Let's not let's not harass somebody over who they were uh, before they, you know, before (laughs) before they finished puberty. Right. Let's deal with who you are as an adult. Let's deal with what's going on. uh, I don't know. It's it's to me. It's like we've you lose. You've already lost 
when you entertain it in the first place, to even have the discussion, to even to even formulate a response, should be able to laugh in their face and go, you're an idiot. Next. Next. Right. So speaking of next, I wanted to bring this up. There's an NSA employee who took secret files home, and now he's been sentenced to 66 years in prison. Woo. I'm glad I put my files back. <laughs> I knew that was going to come. But can anybody say Hillary Clinton? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, seriously, this is what we were talking about when all of this came out with Hillary Clinton and the emails and the top secret. So he removed and retained U.S. property, including documents and writings that contained national defense information classified as top secret and SCI. Last name, Foe. That sounds Vietnamese. Yeah. So uh, I guess it's racist. Here's the thing. Hillary Clinton had top secret documents on a personal server, right? That is her own personal property. That's the same as removing them from a government facility. That was accessed by a foreign. That was accessed by foreign government, right? That said top secret on it. Hillary Clinton gets away with it by saying, oh, I didn't know that that code meant top secret. I didn't know that code meant classified. And yet this guy, I'm not defending this guy, okay? But I'm just saying, what we have now is direct evidence, I would say more direct evidence, because we brought up direct evidence back then, that there is a different standard for people in government than there are for American citizens. You know what this is direct evidence of? The fact that James Comey should be in prison with Hillary Clinton. Absolutely. Absolutely. Comey saying, well, uh, the law requires, and that was the thing that we mentioned back then, the law does not require uh, what they call mens rea. It doesn't require intent, yep. which is why this guy's going to prison for 66 years because the federal prosecutors don't have to prove that he intended to take them home. Maybe he accidentally, we don't know how many documents there were. Maybe there were 75. Maybe there were two. Maybe they got stuck in his, you know, on his in a in a pocket in his briefcase because they were stuck by by a piece of gum with other documents. They Maybe he shoved them in his pocket. They could have shoved them in his underwear and his socks. Yeah, like, like our good Democrat buddy did and had nothing done to him. Yeah, that's the if you're some elite official, then it's no problem. But let's say it very clearly because it says his plea agreement included. This statement, Foe knew that he was not authorized to remove the material or, get this, store it at his home. Yes. That's why he's going to prison. Right. Hello? And Hillary Clinton knew, whether she says she did or not, knew because she went through that top secret training. JC and I have been through that top secret training. There's nothing this guy knew that she didn't know. First off. Who who is, who is he, right? He he's an employee of NSA. She was State S- Department. You're Secretary telling me of State. You're telling me he she has less accountability than this low level guy. Yeah. To store national security secrets. So bottom line. Oh, I said sixty six years. It's sixty six months. Months. Sorry, sixty six so, months in prison. So I bet. bottom line. Nonetheless, doesn't change the fact. Hillary Clinton's a criminal. She is a criminal. And James Comey is a criminal. Absolutely. Period. He is a criminal. And Jeff Sessions is a criminal. 
because he should be bringing up these charges and demanding that the FBI prosecute her because we don't have a statute of limitations issue and uh, prosecute Comey and uh, prosecute anybody else who uh, hid what Clinton was doing. All those people with their hammers destroying servers and cell phones, they need to be in prison too. Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the final segment of the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, and I'm with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. I want to remind everybody that this weekend we will be in uh, South Dakota. We will be in Rapid City, South Dakota, uh, this Saturday at the Founding Fathers uh, uh, exhibit, Teaching on the History of the Constitution. We have two classes, 9 a.m. and 1 p.m., And then on Monday, I will be in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, teaching on state sovereignty. You can find this information at chrisannhall.com. I want to go back to this article you're referencing, this NSA employee mishandling classified information. And you look at how they're dealing with him and how they dealt with Hillary Clinton and how Comey uh, covered up. You, You basically, a large part of our government is not a functioning government. It is a mafioso ring of criminal conspirators. Oh, it's so That's disgusting. What you have. It is so disgusting. And and the fact that that it becomes a political thing, right? The fact that it becomes a political thing is is what's even more because people in power are going to be striving to be above the law. But the fact that the it becomes political and that you have people defending each other based on their party affiliation is what I think is even more disgusting. I, I see I see a criminal government. I mean yeah. to the level of you look at these third world countries and these dictators yeah. and I mean that's what we have. How the only difference is these criminals are more sophisticated, right? These other right. countries, you run around, they run around, you know, hacking people to death with machetes and, you know, torture and set them on fire, whatever. So you don't see that. No, we just suicide people and open, heart attack them. Yeah, yeah. but it's, yeah, they're criminals nonetheless. And, and it's become a large portion of our government. It's really sad. It's become so normalized that we defend a criminal, a mafioso government. See here, and, and not only that, they're hypocritical. So we have now this, uh, as RT reports, Orwellian move. Facebook teams up with the U.S. government to police fake news where? In foreign elections. I thought that we were supposed to be kicking Facebook out of the election process here in America, but now our government is using Facebook to specialize in overseas propaganda? I mean, seriously, I, 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 don't, I don't get this. Uh, And we know that we've talked about this before. We know that our government is using taxpayer dollars to create propaganda. We know that uh, the uh, 
at the State Department, I forget his name, was bragging to the CFR about his job being chief propagandist for the federal government. And so what I want to know is how is it that we can get mad at Russia or any other government for, for you know, being involved in Facebook and even having anything to do remotely to do with our elections when we're doing the same thing? How does that even work? I told you, they're criminals. And how is it that Facebook can deny their government ties? How can, how can anybody, uh, Zuckerberg, in, in any way, shape, or form, deny their, their, their political, their government ties? Now, let me ask you something. Are we supposed to believe that Facebook is teaming up with the U.S. government to, fa- to police fake news and foreign elections for free? Do we, do, as American people, should we not realistically know that the federal government is paying Facebook for their time and their services? We're funding some employees to do this. Uh, they're essentially part of the government now. Well, this is what Patrick Wood talked about, technocracy. I got, a, I got a question for you. Okay. Maybe the FBI is listening. They can answer this. Or can NSA. A, can a person be said to, to be calling for the overthrow of the United States government when, in fact, the government has already been overthrown? Or when the government is overthrowing the Constitutional Republic. No, I'm saying yeah. we don't have it anymore. You're, no. You're, you, it's gone. It's, it's a criminal mafia in charge. They're ignoring the rule of law and then covering up each other's criminal activity to the extent that the FBI is aiding in this. So... Do we even have a government? It's a banana republic. That's what they call this kind of government. A banana republic. Well, isn't this not an infuriating episode of the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal? God bless you guys for joining us. Let's be about truth. Let's speak truth daily and every minute. And we will see you guys again tomorrow. Let me know. America, America, I gave my best to you.